Yeah, I was just saying, like, um, there's so many Canadians on this show. The show should be called Maple Talk. Maple Talk. Yeah. And that's, a, that's a good name. This, uh, <laughs> this episode, we got another damn Canadian here, Corey. Shady Canadians. Shady Canadians. Corey is a comedian slash electrician. Yes. Look, I'm a comedian, so I know a lot of comedians. So I'm not impressed by comedians, right? I think they're lame. You know, I think it's weak. cliche, weak, you know, <laughs> and they all have rabies, but yeah. <laughs> electrician, that is something else. That's something, a whole nother level that's, of that, that's respectability. Whole, yeah, it's fucking respect. So go. tell me, I know there's a uh, plumber category uh, on Pornhub. What about electricians in I, real life? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Have you been offered? Uh, one time I had to go, I did a service call. With this lady, and she had two kids, and what her they her breaker for her oven kept flicking off. Mm-hmm. So she and she was trying to make like a dinner, like some fancy dinner. Yeah. So I went over there, and yeah. this, she was all upset and hysterical. Yeah. Uh-huh. I went over and I said, "Okay, your breaker's no good." So I had to replace the breaker. It was maybe like half an hour. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't very long, twenty five minutes or something. Yeah. And then she was super, super. Thirsty, really touchy, <laughs> and oh my god, like she kept touching my shoulders. Yeah. And oh, well, you've really helped us out. Yeah, yeah, I'll get your card. And you know, is she hot? Okay, uh, she was moderate, she was medium. You can, you can hit it. What's that? Like, you can, hit yeah, it. yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. It was not out of the realm you're of trapped possibility. In the cave, you're like, if eh. things were tough and it was a lonely month, <laughs> I could take a drive by there. But you weren't. You, check up on her lights. Yeah. And I could have probably worked my way into some yeah. kind of light her fire. I could have lit her fire, lit her <laughs> oven. Anyway, did you did you light her oven? I didn't, but I could have. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I mean, just like literal, not not. No, yeah, it worked. Everything. Oh, it worked. Yeah, her. Her, was uh, she uh, disappointed that, you know? I don't know. I bailed out of there. The sparks. The spark. I, you know what? I Maybe I could have stayed around, but I had a girlfriend, so I had to get ah. out of there and go back to... Uh, it was like a Friday, too. It was like, af- it was like Friday mm-hmm. afternoon. So, But the thing is, like, I, I, it's weird that you say you had a girlfriend. Uh, like, if something happened, right, how mm-hmm. would she find out? She wouldn't. That's the thing. I keep thinking about, like, how... So those people who got caught cheating, like how fucking dumb do they have to be? Or how like, you know. I think if it's a one-time thing, you probably don't get caught. But what happens is people let it drag on into ongoing yeah. affairs. Yeah. I had a buddy of mine back in Canada. He he had a wife and kids and he cheated all the time. But he'd, have, time. Fuck, he'd have like three different cell phones going. Mm-hmm. and yeah. Like it would get too convoluted. Mm-hmm. And he'd get too deeply involved with... The, the person that they, whatever, the affair person, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever you call that, just, third person. Yeah, the, the third, yeah. And then they would get the involved. <laughs> right. And then that, then that whore girl would want more of his time. And, and then he, it would just get too, if, you, if it's like a one-time thing, mm-hmm. you probably won't get caught. But no? it, you need to cut it after that one. Because I've been the other guy lots of times. Lots of times. Unknowingly, but yeah. What do you mean unknowingly? Well, like... You know something's up. No, no, that's not true. I remember I met a girl and I had a one night stand with a girl in a club. Yeah. Went back to her. It was a really nice looking girl. Yeah. And I was thinking, this is pretty easy. Yeah. It's easier than it should be. And then the next day I woke up. <laughs> easier than it should be. And then I left my watch there mm-hmm. at her house. Mm-hmm. And I just got out of there because I had to get to work in the morning. Yeah. I was thinking. And then later that day, I'm like, it was a really expensive watch. And I yeah. said... 
I, t- I texted her later that day. I said, hey, I need that watch back. Yeah. No reply. Yeah. Texted her like, like I texted her like You're 10 like, times. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And then it dawned on me. I'm like, she has a husband. And oh, she, I wasn't shit. supposed to be there. Yeah. Because she, nothing. Like, why wouldn't you text back and say, okay, here's your watch. I'll give it back to you. Uh-huh. But nothing. Yeah. And then I probably saw her about six months later. Mm-hmm. I forgot about the watch. I got sick of it. Mm-hmm. And it was in a high rise. It wasn't like I could just go knock on her door and get it. Mm-hmm. She lived in like a, like a secure building like yeah. this. So I'm like, yeah. I don't know how to get in touch with this person anymore if they're ignoring me. So yeah. about six months later, I saw her in a grocery store. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, my watch. <laughs> and she was, oh, okay. I said, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to raise some shit. Is it, I want my watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she goes, I'm so sorry. I'll get it back to you. She goes, I'm married. And I just, my husband came home and I couldn't be answering any texts. I just deleted your number. And, and, uh, <laughs> is, that, is that in America? That was in Canada. That was in that's Toronto. In, yeah. So so sorry. That's that's pretty. Uh, you know, that fits the. That's the thing. I feel a little bit better because you have an accent. Mm-hmm. Like what crushes me is the previous two Canadian uh, guests I have. I think you probably know both of them. You know, one is Trey, one is Rishi. You know, this Indian guy from Montreal. Okay. Indian Canadian. They have like zero accent. <clears throat> they just sounds like some surfer dude from Santa Monica. So uh, I almost feel like cheating, but at got- least. Yeah. At least you yeah. have an accent. I'll give. I'll do what I can. I'll give you what I have. That, that's that's why because you only you only been here for five years. That's right. Yeah, I guess so. I don't think I'll ever get rid of it. Like like, I don't think I have one, but other people. Oh, you have a thick right. ass one. And so I, I won't get. I won't ever probably rid myself of it. Not that I want yeah, to yeah. or care to, but but. But it's interesting because a lot of people. Uh, I most of the time I can't tell if somebody's Canadian unless they tell me. Okay. But you like like you have this accent, but it's, sometimes I don't know if it's an accent. People or, think it's I'm Irish and Scottish. I get yeah. You always sound like you're amused. Yeah. By any everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah Just I, get away from me, like like that. I don't. What what, what is it? <laughs> like Say, like you're always <clears throat> amused and annoyed at the same time. Like the tone. Ah, I get so it. so I wasn't sure is that's your comedic style or your accent. Probably just my personality. Oh yeah. I think. You're you always annoyed and amused at the same well, time. Well, yeah, I I don't know. I kind of like, yeah, I roll my eyes at a lot of things. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? What like, is the most recent thing that made made you roll your eyes? <sighs> your God. come on, your rolodex of hate. Um, well, like like uh, what I was talking about tonight earlier, mm-hmm. when the girl at the when yeah. I was paying my electrical bill, yeah. my electric bill, this yeah. hot girl comes up and yeah. she wants to button line. Yeah. Like I've been waiting for 20 minutes. So is everybody yeah. else. And she thinks that she's just, I'm late for work. I want to yeah. go. I'm like, fuck, get lost. Like, what are you, crazy? <laughs> Why would you think? Like, I would never. Whenever my hotness, whenever I was yeah. the best looking in life, yeah. like 22, I would never think I could walk into a room and button line. And But in her mind, she thought, like, this will probably happen. Mm-hmm. You know, so so you're pretty annoyed by that. Well, I, I'm shocked. I think it's kind of surprised. Like, there we go. I feel like it was more surprised. Like, why would you think anybody, anybody would let you just cut in? Because you worked time after but, time. Yeah, you're right. It does. Yeah. But I'm not. I've never been like a young, beautiful girl, so I don't know what that reality is, right? But I mean, but I don't then think the, I. I'm not hot enough to have that kind of experience, but. I always, I know every time when I travel and I, I can't put my suitcase, mm-hmm. you know, in the the place where they take the uh, luggage, you know, above you in, yeah. in the plane. 
I like usually if I ask some guy sure. to help me, they will always help me. Sure. Or even if well, yeah, you're a young, pretty girl. Like to, you're gonna get, I'm you're okay. gonna get I'm those. I'm like hot, but I'm okay. Look, I'm, I'm like average looking or a little bit above average. Depends on you're what above your average. Is. You're oh, above thank average. You. But thank I mean, there you. are I'm above the, average. Like, I mean, certified by this Canadian no, you, dude. For sure you are. For sure you are. Absolutely. Yeah, but but the thing is, to a point that I don't have to ask. It's just like. I will look at that. I will look at my suitcase, and then I will just glance at a guy, and he will know. He'll just jump oh. up and do it. Yeah. Right. So, but then does but that then, count? Yeah, no, it does count. <laughs> you're not, power. you're not, you're not lifting your suitcase, so it I can't because I can't. I like, right. I literally. Can't but if you didn't do it, have to yeah. do it, then it counts because you got it done for you. It's so, true. Yeah. You know, if you're a guy, just fuck off. Just figure it out. By yeah, yourself. like no one's gonna help. Or a guy. you have to struggle for at least like thirty seconds. Like an old man, they'll him. help an old man, but yeah. You have to be on when you're on your deathbed before anyone's gonna help an old man like a man do it right? yeah yeah so I, I guess there's uh there, there's benefits like that so sure yeah is your comedy all about you know things that noisy you? you know what i've been thinking a lot about this i tend to like go out there and, and just tell funny stories mm-hmm. right act out a little funny story yeah. and uh sometimes i just i know what stories people laugh at so i'll go yeah. out there and just tell them yeah but I'm kind of getting bored of doing that. Why? Because there's no point to it. No point of what? Comedy well, like, in general? No, no, funny? I don't mean that. Like, like there's comedy. Like there's, I mean, to be good at stand-up, there's two things. One, you got to make people laugh. Of course. But then I think when you, once you've learned how to make people laugh consistently, mm-hmm. the, I think the next level is to say things that are really interesting. and Matters. Yeah. To some degree. Right. And that, and that maybe that you can talk about that not everybody else can talk about. Yeah. Right? So, and that's like another, and it's not necessarily any harder, but it's, I think, like, I, my, my, my biggest, uh, is it bad habit? Well, my biggest Pet fault. Eve? No, my biggest weakness with comedy is I'll go out there and try to make people laugh rather people than... People pleaser. Right. And that's kind of bullshit. Like, so would you take a, you'd that? rather take a cheap laugh than a silent room but saying something that's never been said before or... No, I would rather, I would rather do the second. You would rather do this, but you often do but the first. But I often do the do first. The first. Because you all, feel, yeah. You know, but it's sort of somehow. like, you get to a point, you're like, this is dumb. Like, I think once you know you can make people laugh a lot, mm-hmm. you, you start saying, okay, now why? Is that why doing? you, is that why you comment on uh, another comedian we talk about, you know, we saw his set someday, right? Yeah. And I told him, I told you, I think he's really funny. He's really consistent because he knows how to write a joke. Yes. But then your argument, you, that, you don't, you didn't seem too impressed, but is that what you're saying? Because he's only pleasing the audience? No, no. Uh. I think I've just seen that comedian so many times that you okay. get bored of that comedian. Yeah. It's like a song, right? Mm-hmm. Like you hear the same song so many times, you get yeah. sick of that song. But if you can take yourself out of that, you know. Oh, if I could take myself out of it and then listen to that same person. Yeah. Like if I could erase my memory and yeah. then listen to that person, I'd probably think that person was good. Yeah. But it's, that's the problem we have when we do comedies. But, we hear the same people all the, the time. The thing is, I can watch a Chris Rock bit for 50 times. And still find it funny, like to the level that I can recite word by word. Like I know what's the next word is gonna be. I was still, I still enjoy watching it. Right, why, that's why just somebody you really like. That's all. 
You think? I, I think is if you're really, really good, you can achieve Well, maybe that. you're right. Maybe you're right. You he know? might be really, really good. And he's saying something that you probably really agree with. That's another thing. You know? That's another thing. Do you rather want to say something that people don't agree with, but kind of thought-provoking? Um, or something I, just people really can relate to? I think for me, I'd rather just say things that are true for me. Mm-hmm. And let other people... You know, some people that are... You know, someone that's a different demographic than I am might have no idea what I'm saying, right? What different demographic? Well, sure. <laughs> no like, whites? So, well, like, like you know, if, if you take, like, a, a say, a 60-year-old guy... Yeah. And he's talking about something in his life... Yeah. How's a 20-year-old girl going to really get that? To some degree. To some degree, yeah. Like, say you got a, I don't know, a 60-year-old guy and he's talking about getting... Um, fired at work because he's old or yeah. something like i don't know how a 20 year old girl could relate to, or a 20 year old guy could relate to that maybe they could mm-hmm. uh, i could be wrong yeah maybe they, maybe if the comedian's that good they can they can get it so that everybody understands it but but um you, you know you know because we watch comedy a lot so there, there's some comics they'll talk about things that i just lose interest the second I hear them. Okay, And it's so not cliche. that they're not good. It's just that it doesn't relate to my life Cliche time. Like, what are the fucking topics that once, you, either on an open mic or a show, somebody brought it up, you're like, royal oh, the fuck again. Um, I told you for me is when the male comics say, I was dating this girl and we were like having sex and she wanted me to choke her. And then I'm like, yeah. I don't want to choke her. Yeah. I mean, Bill Burr has a really, really funny bit about it. But, but he probably then, did his, He probably did that bit a long time ago. Years ago. And that bit is really funny, but now I can't, I, I can't yeah. even count how many times I heard that. Right. So you'll get people piggybacking off of that bit. Yeah. Right? Like I guarantee you. I'm not saying most, they're stealing the bit. I'm just saying just well, it's not But they're probably a, stealing yeah. the idea. Uh, and some of them maybe not, but he was the first guy to maybe. I bet, and I bet you somebody said it before Bill Burr said it. Like, like for me, I'm like, is it really that many girls who love love to be choked? Like, I don't know anyone. But see, that's the thing. Like, it could just be a story <laughs> yeah. too that somebody, a young comic's like, oh, people like this kind yeah, of story, yeah, yeah. and then they go tell it. Uh, Probably never even happened. Another another cliche story that I heard, and I just roll my eyes, is they their friends say, hey, you got to do the drug or shroom or something. Yeah, and then they did way too much. Right, and then they just oh the la- the next four hours overdose stories I just out of it. Should yeah. it be a pussy and take you know half of that? Yeah, but I took all of it like a douche. Yeah, blah it, blah blah. Yeah, it, it's a problem, right? Because it's yeah. the same fucking story, but you've heard yeah five hundred comics yeah, tell the and, same. And, like, and then the other ones like oh, I was just thinking about killing myself lately. <laughs> That's yeah, another. You hear that in, in, in the comedy world. <laughs> There's some sad comedians out there. Man. Yeah, it's and then another one is, uh, uh, so, you know, I was on the Tinder date. That's actually mm. fine because dating, because look, there's only so many things to talk about. Right. Day-to-day life, right? Yeah. You, you eat, you live, you fuck, you date, yeah. you go to sleep. Yeah, you do. What st- else are you going to talk about? You can run out of stuff. For so sure. what are the cliches that you can, you can, um, you, 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 you can even? The dating what you just said. You know, you know what the problem is? It's not even that it's not the subject, it's that yeah. everybody has the same opinion on the subject. And the punchline and the how the, how the joke, yeah. you know, yeah. it was structured. You can it's funny how like it and the problem is is if you watch enough comedy, you can see the punchlines coming. Yes. That's how you know when you're getting good at it cuz you're like yeah. you listen to the comedy like I know how this is ending. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what's going to happen here. And that's when you've 
You're so, either... so every time you're surprised by the left turn, you, that, that, that's yeah. how I know, okay, this person's right. good. That, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Because yeah. when you've been doing comedy, you're watching a long time, and that comic still comes out, you have something unexpected, you're like, oh, mm. Jesus, that was good. The Chappelle bit was pretty good in the, the, the Sticks and Stone. Yeah. When he talked about, you know, people who are complaining all the time. And they thought they're Trump supporters, and then they're that motherfuckers is you. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, it's like, true. Oh, shit, that's it, something it, yeah. I didn't expect. You don't, yeah, you don't see that one coming. Yeah, right. See, it's easier to make normal people off because they don't think like comedians. You don't go to right. Mics well, they don't day. watch. They don't mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it's like um, that's why it's easy to make normal people laugh because they don't mm-hmm. think like that. They're not. They don't have the a punchline in their mind that they think is going to come out. Where you and I are like, okay, we know. It's almost like a game. Like you have a pretty good idea how it's that story is going to end. Yeah. But a normal person doesn't think like that. So they can go. That's why a normal person can go to a comedy club and it's easy to make them laugh because yeah. they're not, their mind isn't conditioned that way. That's why open mics is so tough. Yeah. Because first of all, comedians are not paying attention to your right. set. They're thinking about when am I going to get picked or, you know, think yeah. about their own set. Absolutely. Second of all, they might see you already, you know, from other mics. Yeah. And then third is like, and there's comp- competition too and jealousy. Really? There's a little bit of that. Okay, like, I only, I, I don't think jealousy, like I only got a little, little bit annoyed when I see somebody who's like really not funny but getting booked way more more than me. Yeah. And I know I should not think about that. It's, I should just focus on my own shit, but it's human nature. Yeah, like, of course it is. Of course is it that is. person, you know. Yeah, anytime you think <laughs> you're getting ripped off. What do you mean ripped off? Well, ripped off, like I'm better than this person, but this person's getting more than I'm getting. Yeah. Maybe That's something he, he or she does that you didn't do. Well, you could have blown the producer. Come it's, on. Oh, I'm serious. This is a look. Getting a spot in LA comedy scene, like, it's not worth it. I, no, I, no. I think it's worth it if you got a role right. in a movie, blow right. somebody. Yeah, you got to... Folks, don't, don't blow nobody for a for spot on a comedy show. It's definitely not worth it. No, it's no. not worth it at all. That's the problem with... Maybe the, a hand job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all in moderation, I guess. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, so, uh, you, you're electrician. Yes. Like I said, you know, you being an electrician is way more interesting for me than you being a, you know, comic. Right. Because okay? sure. uh, you actually need to have some skills, okay, to be an electrician. You need to get a license and everything. Yeah. Respect qualifications. So, right. how did that work? How, how did you choose it? I um. I came out of high school, and I was going to go to university, but I didn't know what I wanted to go into. Like, I didn't know what career I was going for. Mm -hmm. You know, university, it's a lot of money, right? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, I don't want to go and spend all this money and come out with nothing. Mm -hmm. And uh, so at that time, there was becoming a a real shortage of tradespeople, like electricians, Mm -hmm. plumbers. Especially for Canada. Yeah, and and the government was subsidizing it, saying we'll basically Mm -hmm. give you free schooling to just go. Really? So I said, well, why don't I just go do this? And I said, I'll take a four-year apprenticeship, Mm -hmm. and when the four years is done, if I don't like it, I'll go to university. And by that time, I'll have a better idea what I want to do anyway. Mm -hmm. So I said, I've got nothing to lose. So I did it, and I didn't like it, first because mm-hmm. you're, you're working with grumpy old middle-aged men and 
Ah, oh, my wife's a bitch, and fucking this and that. And they're drinking and they're yelling at you because yeah. it's not like a politically correct society, like on a construction site. Oh, hey, you little faggot, go grab those wires, <laughs> like fucking lazy little prick. And but it's like, also kind of liberating. In it a is. Way. It is. It totally. But when you're a kid, getting yelled at, it's horrifying. Okay. Right? You're like this sucks, and it's yeah. cold outside. Man up. Yeah, but but what happened? But what happened was once I started learning how to wire things up. Maybe somebody like my friend's parents would call me Mm -hmm. and say, "Hey, uh, can you put this light in our house?" And I'd do it on a Saturday. Yeah, and they'd pay me like a hundred bucks cash. I'd be like, "Fuck, this is pretty good." Yeah, how old were you? Like twenty. That's right? pretty good. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So, so by the time the four year the apprenticeship was up, and I wrote all my tests. You know, I, I started doing a lot of side, they call them side jobs, like mm-hmm. weekend jobs. And, yeah. You know, I was making a lot of money. I was making like five, six hundred bucks cash on like one day. And, Dang. you know, I was a kid, right? I'm not in, you know, I wasn't accruing any student you loan debt. You have referrals debt. or anything. Yeah. And it was starting to build up. And I said, this is all. Once I got away from the companies yeah. and having to work with the cranky older guys. Yeah. And I had enough skill to just do things on my own. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is good. And then by that point, a lot of my friends were, were coming out of university mm-hmm. with their degrees. Yeah. Now, now I'm like 22, 23. And yeah. None of them were finding jobs. Yeah. And they had debt. What kind I, of major did they take? Just like, like economy? business, BA. English degree. Yeah, English degree. <laughs> A lot of them took BAs in yeah. school. And, and uh, But they weren't really doing much. Like they weren't, it wasn't really translating into anything. Mm-hmm. And then I said, you know what? Maybe, I'm, maybe I'll just, uh, I'm going to stay doing this for a little while. Did you go to college? Uh, I went and I, I became a, a stockbroker. Oh shit! Yeah. So, but I didn't. I didn't actually go. I took. A, I took a little bit of business. Yeah. School, and then I just got out of it. I said I. I already knew almost all of it anyway. Did you, t- did you go to college at all? Finish a degree? Or well, no. So I went halfway through. Yeah. Okay. I went for like two years, and then You're I said one of those prodigies. Yeah, but know, I just said. Well, but I already knew all my electrical work, yeah. and I and just through reading broke books and stuff, I knew how to do investing on the market. Yeah. And so I said, I'm. This is a waste. I'm. I, I already know most of this stuff. So mm-hmm. I. I got out. I bailed on. On it mm-hmm. and I took um they back then they called the Canadian Securities Exam mm-hmm. CSC Canadian Securities Security means sell, selling securities yeah okay so it's a, it's like the writing the bar exam yeah except probably not that hard is it hard it was hard but it wasn't that hard I studied okay. for it on my own and, and did really well okay and then I worked for a stock brokerage company pretty but, big one yeah. yeah and then and then but then that sort of fell apart because it was right at the time where the internet was coming around. You could start well, buying. What year was that? Uh, 2000. 2000. 2001, maybe? I think that's a dot-com you know, bubble. Yeah, it was right during the bubble. Yeah, okay. Because I invested money in the bubble. Oh. And, and I did well. If you keep un- your money there. Unbeknownst to me, because I just got lucky because everything was going up at the same yeah, time. Yeah. So um, I did okay on personally. And then I said, well, I should just be a broker because I'm so smart. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then, of course, but of course, you know, what happened? Like, that that bubble burst, Mm -hmm. Y2K was done. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of it was predicated on the computers not knowing how to roll back. Yeah. All these dot-com companies were making all this stupid money. Yeah. 
and I just happened to have some money in there. So they, it went up, but that didn't mean I was smart enough to know why. Yeah. I just got lucky. And then and then 9-11 happened oh, and the market okay. dropped. Like you had all these things. And then, of course, you could just start buying stocks online. You didn't even need a broker anymore. So Robinhood was Robinhood. It around? was way before Robinhood. Like but, Vanguard? but you could well you could go like into Fidelity. Your, yeah. yeah. All of those. Well, those are mutual fund companies. But yeah, you could go like in Canada, I had the Royal Bank. That's yeah, okay. a big like you could just go on their app. Mm-hmm. Even back then, you could just go on the computer. They never had apps on phones yet, but you could just buy your own stocks and trade them. You didn't need a broker anymore. So okay. they were phased out. Yeah. Kind of like we were talking about realtors. How yeah. realtors have still stood around. I don't I know. Because I used fucking to be a real estate agent. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't no know idea. how they're still around. Look, let me tell you, it's like for, for me to be a realtor and then I'm paying thousands of dollars to the uh, uh, association, yeah. not just brokerage firm. They take the cut of whatever you're. Which is another ripoff, like right? your office. Yeah, and all but that. I'm talking about uh, called CAR, California Association yeah. of Realtors. You pay the money to them to gain access to a database called MLS. Yeah, the MLS listings and the, multiple all services. the. I mean, you own properties, so you know. Yeah. So all the listings information will be put on there, and now MLS all have IDX connected to Zillow, Chulia, okay. Redfin. So, I, so most of the real, you know, the the, the properties are is already there, but the, the only thing as a buyer who can really get is uh, sometimes you don't know who the listing agent is. They will have a lot of agents, you know, contact information attached to a property, yeah. but you call them, but they're just somebody who advertised there. They're not representing the house. Okay. Sometimes if you're really looking to find line, like a really small font, you will say, oh, this is the real listing agent. Yeah. Sometimes they don't even have a contact information, but on MLS, that information is really clear. So you're paying thousands of dollars Every year, just to get that information, and that's a little monopoly, yeah. the hoarder of information that we have, right? That kind of just keep this occupation still alive. Mm-hmm. And there are also a lot of contracts, you know, attached to it. A lot yeah, of jargon, especially in California, it's so complicated. Yeah, like you have like contingencies, all the kind of jargons. You you might get lost, just like anything else. Right? Yeah, like like stock trading. Like yeah. it's not that hard. If you do some no, research, no. but but all the like the the terms can just really. But and you got yeah, and it's off. overly well. Did you, you must have seen the Big Short? Yes, right with yes. all those all the uh, great, the the mortgage movie. brokers. Is it Adam? Uh, is 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 it, is it the same uh, creator of uh, Succession? I don't know. Will Ferrell's uh, writing partner. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it was it was. So but you watched the was Big that Short? accurate? Um, to what you're experienced for for uh. What's that broker stock broker? Do you mean or yeah? Or? No, it wasn't as complicated as the real estate thing. I, like the, the, the once the internet took over, yeah. that that industry was kind of gone because the whole idea between the stockbroker, like before, is information. If you well, no, like if you wanted to buy a company, so say say you were a stock, uh, a, say in the eighties, yeah, you were old enough in the eighties to buy a stock. Yeah. Say you wanted to buy a stock like um, McDonald's, yeah. Walmart, some blue chip stock. Mm-hmm. You would have to phone a stockbroker, mm-hmm. like on your phone, and say, "Hey, I want to buy two hundred shares of McDonald's." Yeah. And then that guy would have to call the the um, where they trade the stocks. Yeah, and he would, but he would take a commission. He would take like three percent to buy, and three percent to sell. Mm-hmm. And it didn't matter whether you made any money or not. So you had to pay a, a commission to get in and a commission to leave, right? Yeah, and then you couldn't. 
like, and the brokers didn't know that the whole idea behind the stockbroker was that they knew more than you did. Yeah. They could call you up. Oh, hey, this stock's about to take <laughs> off. Do you want, but they, that wasn't reality. They didn't know any more than anybody else. They just took a big cut of money for, for calling the exchange and making the trade. Well, so once the internet came around, they, they could just jump past the broker. The brokers were useless. They were just someone that took a big, they were a middleman. Mm. So, um, do you think like uh, it's wise for you know normal people who don't want to really dig into uh, all the mumbo jumbos to just buy index fund? Yeah, S and P five hundred, or if, if they don't want to like study shit like or that just at a all. mutual fund. Yeah, Mut- couple like mutual a Vanguard. Funds. Yeah, yeah. So is that it's just 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 buy VTI VO? Yeah, because they're you know. they're the whole idea is they're diversified. Mm-hmm. So if one if one industry crashes, another's come going up. Yeah, right. Mm. And uh, it's safety. You don't make that much money on yeah. it. You might make 4% a year, 5% a year. I think the average is like 7% a year. 7% is not f- bad. If you can get that, years, that's yeah. not bad. If it, it, As long as you keep the money in year over year over year yeah, over year. Yeah, don't, don't fucking sell everything when yeah. it crashes. It, yeah. Um, but it's funny because if you buy individual stocks, sometimes you can make... Sometimes you can double it in one year. Sometimes you can make 50%. Yeah, but when year. you lose, you lose. But when you time. lose, you could lose it all. You lose everything. You're, like and that. you're right. And the average person who doesn't have that time won't, th- won't know which ones to buy. The worst is when you think you know something and then you, made a, you, made, you put your money on it and you yeah. don't know everything and you yeah. really don't know enough. No, you don't. You know. And the average person doesn't have the time to figure it out, right? Um, Did you make a lot of money on the stock market? Yeah, I've done pretty good. Ooh. I've also lost. Like I put my money into a company. Uh, when when was this? We're in what January? What month are we in now? January. Uh, j- uh, January. Yeah. Yeah. When in October I bought a stock. It's called Aurora Cannabis. It's a big company in you Canada. You put money in cannabis? I, well, I think I, it's I, very I, risky to put money in a well, cannabis stock. I bought it into. I bought a put a bu- bunch of money into a stock at six bucks, and it was trading at twelve earlier this year. Yeah. Earlier, la- like yeah. in, in it's ni- doubled two, in two thousand nineteen. It was at twelve. Well, it dropped down to six. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I said, Jesus, six. It's this is great. Like yeah. it's not going to go much lower. Mm. I bought a bunch at six. Buy low. Now so it's high. down. At now it's down to like <laughs> three. There's a term for funds that's like so cheap under ten dollars per share. I forgot what's the term. Uh, for there's it. well, there's there's stocks called penny stocks. Yes, that's that's yeah. that's what it's called. Yeah, and they're they're exactly that pennies. Like you buy one for five cents, and it's you, like a lottery. If you win, of. you win big. Yeah. But most of them are but gonna go exactly away cheap. very soon. That's I've I've like I've invested in those before. Penny stocks. That's the thing when you sign up like with uh, Robinhood. Yeah. They will give you a free stock. Yeah. Usually it's those penny stocks. Oh, yeah. It's a like, trash. I think stock. when I sign up for it, they, they give me like Zynga. It was like $5. I don't even know how much is it now. I used to work for a guy a long time ago, and he, a bunch of penny stock companies hired him uh-huh. to, uh, they called him investor relations. But yeah. he, what, what happened is he had a big database of, of wealthy individual investors. Yeah. So these penny stocks would, would hire this guy. Yeah. To go out and and call, cold call call a bunch of these rich people and say, oh, this stock's gonna be so something cheap, big. yeah, super right. And, you know, oh, it's a big, it's cheap, it's gonna be huge. <clears throat> so he had this database of rich people. Well, I worked for this guy. Mm-hmm. I didn't know him very well. Yeah, and we would we hung out in a place like this. Yeah, like a nice condominium that he worked mm-hmm. in. I go over every morning. Um, 
get on the other phone. He'd have like a desk there and write it. And he'd tell me, because I want you to call these people and this is the stock we're, we're trying to promote and get funding for mm-hmm. and just say this, this, this about it and then go to the next guy. So I'd say, okay. <clears throat> but while, while, while we were doing that, I would buy this stock myself and yeah. not tell him about it. Yeah. <laughs> and this stock, I'd come in and this, I'd buy it at like eight cents and the next day it'd be down to four cents. I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and he'd say, don't worry about that. But he didn't know I was buying it. Yeah. And, and then one day I snapped. I said, what the fuck is going on with this stock we're yeah. peddling? I bought it all and it's going down. Yeah. And he said, he goes, you're not supposed to buy it. Don't you, you get these guys we're to buy it. S- we're selling yeah. snake oil. He'd don't say, drink you it never, He says, don't ever buy it yourself. You tell me if you're going to buy it. And I'm like, well, what the hell are we, are we just screwing all the I'm like, what over? the hell are we doing here then? He goes, what do you think we're Make doing? Make some dough. Yeah. And I was like maybe 25. Yeah. And he was maybe 55. He goes, conscious. no, wake up, man. Yeah, what, what we're doing, it's, it's not the right thing. But now, would you do, like, no. are you, you changed? Once I found out what he was doing, I pretty much... still have the integrity. It didn't go yeah. away. No, I, I'm like, well, this is shady, dude. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> I thought that these were legitimately going to be good companies, too. And he's like, no, man. He's just scamming people, He goes, man. we get... We, he, like... It's called, it's the pump and dump. Like they yeah. would go up in value, yeah. but then he'd be getting out of them. Mm-hmm. And, and I would too, if I was it's like a pyramid scheme. No, they're shady, dude. They're, they're really but the whole shady. industry is a huge pyramid scheme in a, in a way. Yeah, in a sense. Like, what do you mean the whole stock market? Not or? stock market. That's how like 2018, uh, t- not 2008 happened, um, sort of. Just fraud after fraud. Yeah. You know, people. But that's not, highly yeah. irregular. Like it's not supposed to happen. Like the government was sleeping, right? They should have been regulating all of people those. who are not qualified for a home or getting yeah, loans so yeah. easily. Like they, like in Canada, that would never happen. In a lot of the yeah. other socially democratic countries, like Norway, Sweden, the governments would never allow that because they know that someone's going to get fucked in the end, and then the government's the one who has to bail them out. The thing is, like I used to work as a realtor. Like what I've heard is nowadays it's so much harder to get pre-qualified, right? It is pre-approved for a right. loan. But back in the days. Like loan officers, you just have their name card. Yeah, yeah. And then they don't ask for anything. Well, what year were you doing that in? I was doing it uh, in from 2015 to yeah. 2007. It was over by then. It was like know, yeah, 2005, 2006. Yeah. Uh, it was way I, think, back I think the big crash is also 2012. Like from 2007 yeah. to 2012, that's when it really yeah. crashed. But by, back in the day, it was, it was so easy yeah, to get a sure. loan. You got a, you, They don't ask for your income. They don't see no. nothing. You're it was called stuff. those ninja loans, right? No yeah. income, no job. Stated income. That's a nice yeah. way to put it. Yeah. But now they ask for your W-2, your 1099, your past yeah. two years of tax returns, yeah. and you're like, you know, your 24 month of, you know, reserve in your yeah. bank account, everything. Yeah. They, they never, it well, was a they new don't, thing. They don't want to lose. They don't want you to default anymore. Yeah. And the government makes the banks do that too, right? Yeah, but but back in the days when everybody was doing it, they yeah. all did. They, they all like this is gonna keep going, go up. It's gonna be yeah, fine. Yeah. Somebody's gonna take over. Somebody's gonna keep buying it until it it wasn't. Right. And, you know, right. and everything's like that too. Like the stock market can be like that. Anytime anything gets overvalued, mm-hmm. one day someone smart just says, "What the fuck is it worth this for?" And Do they you get think out. The comedy stand up comedy is getting overvalued as we speak. Are we overvalued. In a um, well, it's hard to say because I don't know how you put a price on it, right? Not price, just the, the, there's so many specials. 
Yeah, it, it's getting watered down. Yeah. Because you look at Netflix. I mean, I only have Netflix, but I know yeah. there's Amazon. I know there's a million yeah. other ones. Especially Netflix. Netflix is like pushing a lot of specials. Yeah, and a lot of those year. people suck. There's a lot of open... I, I think there are a lot of like an open micer level people mm. are there. Yeah, there's a lot I of shitty I don't know open micer. So. I don't think I deserve a special. But a lot of people who are open micers. There's a lot <laughs> of people that have them. It's going to... It's kind of shitty because it's going to... I mean, it's like anything. You just got to get to a point where you're way better than everybody else. Mm-hmm. If you're way better than anybody else, it works out. Yeah. But if you're in the middle of the pack, you know, you'll, you'll probably, you know. Like what's your thing, you know? You know. Yeah. You got to have a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, I know people who have Netflix specials that are shitty. They're bad comedians. I like, don't have I'll to just, know anybody. I, I turn on Netflix. I watch no, it. I, I know comedians. I've seen comedians on there that I... Because I did comedy before. And remember, yeah. I told you I did it before, and then I quit, and so I came So let's back. go back to your story. So you're a stock trader. You're like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. Then what happened? Did you start to do comedy? No, I uh, well, I went back to electrical. Oh, okay. So electrical's always been like my my thing to go back to if something else doesn't work, because it's always good money. Well, we're going to get into the comedy part later, but I'm very interested in you, your experience of being an electrician. First of all, do you think it's a good option for people who kind of just... Because this podcast is called Immigrant Survival Cast, yeah. right? You're a Canadian, but there are a lot of immigrants who came to this country. And when I first got here, I find it really hard to get a job. Right. Because I'm from a freaking university from another country they've never heard of. Yeah. My, my English is good, but they could have hired somebody else who were born here. Like, this is working against us. Mm-hmm. So I figure for a lot of immigrants, learning their trade might be a very good idea. And yeah. some trade, like being an electrician can be, you can make pretty good money, yeah. right? Like yeah. how much, I'm not asking how much are you making, like well, an so average person. It's like anything, like I, I don't, I think the wages now, it might be 30, 35 bucks an hour. Okay. For for someone working for a company. Yeah. In, in a union well, that's company. That's pretty good. So you're talking about how much, and like, you get like 70 medical grand and dental. a year? Yeah, yeah. 70 grand a year. Yeah. 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 Um, what for about so, for, your own business, on your own business? Uh, I, I do better than that. Like, cause yeah. I, Well, first off, I mean, I don't know who's going to hear this podcast. Mm-hmm. Cash. Yeah. You want to do a lot of cash, <laughs> right? I mean, that's a yeah. huge thing Let's right just there. just put it right there. That's Not a gonna, massive yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I, I charge just more money. Like, yeah. I don't know, if you if you go into onto Google and you call a bunch of contractors up, yeah. I mean, it's it's more like 100 bucks an hour. Yeah. Right? So, so if I personally, if I do a job, mm-hmm. if, if you call me and we don't know each other and you say to me, oh, I want to put, you know, 10 new lights in yeah. my house or yeah. I want to change my panel. The way I personally um, estimate a job is I'll say, how much are the materials going to cost? Yeah. So say the materials are a thousand bucks. Okay. And then, and then I don't personally, I don't, I don't add money onto the materials but yeah. most most electricians yeah, yeah, do. yeah they would quote you something higher they, they might give you 20 percent markup yeah. on it. and then i'll say okay it's going to take me in my mind i know about how long it's going to take me to do the job so mm-hmm. say i think this is going to take me 10 hours to yeah. do yeah well i want to make 100 an hour that's what yeah. i expect to make yeah. so i'm going to say okay well that's that's 100 an hour it's going to take me 10 hours so, so two I'm, gonna, grand. I'm going to charge this guy a thousand bucks okay thousand for me a thousand for the material so two grand. so two thousand okay. so that's a ten-hour day. So now I only get to keep a thousand of it, and the other thousand is the material. Let's cost. say somebody is five years in and has his own business and doing not yeah. fantastic, mm-hmm. but not bad. Yeah, can this person make a hundred k? Um. Yeah. 
in California? As long, oh yeah, as okay. long as they're. But again, that now that comes down to how much are you advertising? Yeah. What's your word of mouth? Your first couple of years, it's hard because no, yeah. like like what you it's just what yeah. you just explained yourself. Like you're new, no one yeah. knows who you are. Yeah. Um, but down the road, you know, so how, or if you want to put yeah. a bunch of money in, on Yelp, advertise on Yelp, you'll get a flood of phone calls. Mm-hmm. Right, but there are a lot of uh, you know competitions too. So yeah, you gotta yeah, overbid. So you you want to underbid them. Yeah, like do it a little bit cheaper. And do you dispatch? Do do you have people working for you? I used to. I don't anymore. Why? Because it's hard to find good people. Oh. Sometimes I'll maybe I send a guy to a house and he goes yeah. up there. And he doesn't know what he's doing. He cuts a wire. <laughs> right now I have to go in there and the people. Now I got to go in there and fix his wipe mistake. his ass. Right, right, and or and you know or. Maybe they're rude to the customer. Or like, it, it's hard to find good people. Be racist. Yeah, they could say something <laughs> stupid. Or, you don't know. Uh, uh, the biggest part is that they, they screw something up in the oh, house. Yeah. And then I got to go back and fix it. Jeez. So, so uh, let's... I'm trying to make it like a life mm-hmm. hack kind of format, yeah. right? So let's say I'm a guy mm-hmm. from some country here. Yeah. My English is decent. Mm-hmm. I, I figure, you know, to do... Of course, language is always... Skills is always important. But yeah. I guess it's not as important as, let's say, you're a writer. You got to be a good... Com- no, it's not, it's, not like, yeah. it's not like being a stand-up comedian yeah. or a writer. You just yeah. have to basically... People just... You just have to tell them what you're going to do and how much mm-hmm. you're going to charge, and really. And be look, look reliable I mean, and look trustworthy. At, look at... There's a ton of, like, people that come over the southern border. Yeah. Like, illegal people yeah. that do... Illegal immigrants. Yeah, that's that, a nice way to put that it. Do, Mexicans. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Or, or Guatemalans or yeah. Uh, yeah. El Salvadorians or Nicaraguan. Mm-hmm. Like, there's tons of Central America. And, I mean, they do lots of... They do almost all the construction. Yeah. Fuck you. Know, I never see a white guy in a construction site here. Yeah. Only the only white guy I ever see doing it. I like in, Mexican people. I work with a lot of yeah. uh, Mexican contractors when I was a realtor. I, yeah. I have a termite guy, yeah. a home inspection guy. They do all of the all the construction. Right? And those guys yeah. don't have great English. Yeah. But as long as you tell people, this is what I'm charging, this is what I'm going to do, mm-hmm. people don't care if it's broken English as long as they know what, what's going on. So how do they guess, let's say, he, you know, I'm thinking about, I'm, I want to be an electrician. I don't know how to do it. Do I go to a trade school? How, how do I get started? Yeah. That's, that's how I did it. Is the trade school uh, expensive? No. Nope. Well, like I said before, they were subsidizing it, so it was free. I bet in I America- don't know if that's the case now. I mean, this was a yeah. long time ago. When but I this is, we're it. not talking about college in America, so I assume it's, it's just It's not like university. It's like, it's not like you're going school. to Harvard or Stanford. How it's- long does it take for you to learn everything that um, you need to start working? And then you have to be a pre- you well, know, apprentice. That's a different course. question, because what you learn in school isn't what you use yeah. Day to day. Yeah. Like what I use day to day to make money, mm-hmm. I could teach somebody in probably a couple months. Okay. A smart guy who wanted so, to learn. I could probably teach them most of it in two months. So but, what's your advice for somebody who want to start but don't know how to start? Like, um, I would call step up one. in this con- in, uh, yeah. country. Sorry, in this place, state, yeah. I would get someone and get them called, tell them to call a bunch of um, contractors, people okay. like me. Yeah. And say... Uh, Can I be your assistant? Yeah. And maybe maybe just... Um, Shadow? What do they call them? What do they call them here? An intern. Intern. Okay. Intern. Do it for free, but just yeah. to learn it. Which which nobody wants to work for free, but... Yeah. If you can find the right guy... Yeah. To, to teach you... Yeah. Then you could learn a lot in a yeah. hurry. And... Uh, it's, it's real world experience real world. that you can implement the, the, right the away. The problem you run into is once it comes to being licensed and bonded and insured, they mm-hmm. want you to have the schooling. 
Okay. So you, I guess it's a mixture of you can't have, you have to go to some kind of school to meet the criteria of the getting the, a license. But then when it comes to execution, you have to just shadow somebody who yeah. does it for to, a long time. To actually have the skill to do the work by yourself, you just need someone good to teach you. Okay. The problem is if you ever want to start your own business, mm-hmm. that's when you need all the paper credentials. Got it. Right. Let's say you just want to work for a company. How long does it take? From zero to getting somehow established, like make a living. I'm not talking about good money. Yeah, um, uh, a year, if you're really hardworking, or it takes longer than that. Well, it depend. It depends on the company. If you can yeah. find someone cool that'll yeah. teach you, yeah, you could. Yeah, in a year, you could be really good. Okay, but it's hard to find someone you, that that would be lucky because yeah, most most companies they're gonna. You know they're gonna get you to do crappy work. They're mm-hmm. like pick things, up, pick up yeah. garbage, and yeah. they're not gonna maybe show you exactly how to, like the overview of how electricity comes from the the street, how it comes into, how it enters into a house, how to ground it, how to run it, all the switches and plugs. Like there's like a big system, like a closed mm-hmm. loop system. Yeah, you might have a tough time finding someone that's willing to sit down and teach you A to Z. Yeah, because contractors, you know, they're 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 greedy. It's yeah. like working at McDonald's. They'd want to teach you one thing and get you to do that a thousand times over yeah. to make you to make them the most money. Mm-hmm. To find someone that's cool enough to st- sit there and teach you everything, yeah. to really help you out, yeah. it's hard to do that. Like yeah. I, I, none of my bosses did that. Yeah, but how uh, did you get you where you are today? Just dude, I got fired from so many companies. <laughs> I probably got fired like twenty times. Why? Because I just I would bug them. I'd say, okay, I know how to do this. Now, what's the next thing? Oh, yeah. don't worry about that. Yeah. You just stay. I mean, like, fuck this. Yeah. I, I sometimes I just quit. Yeah. Then I go to another company, and somebody else would teach me something different. Yeah, and um, I would learn that. Yeah. Then I go to a third company and learn some other thing. Oh my god! But I would just keep either getting fired or quitting. Why would they fire you? What's wrong? Well, maybe around. I bugged them too much. Yeah. I don't want to do this. I already know how to do this. Yeah. Or maybe I'd show up late. Or maybe one of their like, like you said, like their bosses. Sometimes the bosses are crap, crack, and cranky, <laughs> and I get sick of listening to them. And you just have a little comedian, the comedian side of you. Yeah, I say, I'm out of here. I'll find yeah. another company. Fuck you. See you later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, and it's like comedy. It, mm-hmm. It's everything comes down to skill. Yeah. Everything comes down to your knowledge and your skill. Mm-hmm. And I knew, I always understood that over time, as long as I become smart and mm-hmm. know what I'm doing, yeah. it doesn't matter who likes you. Yeah. You know, as long as I'm learning and getting better at what I'm doing, it doesn't matter who likes me because one day I'll be the one doing it and I'll be competing against them. I'm I'm a trade person too. My trade is translation. I have a translation company. Okay. And I'm so, doing pretty... So, I'm not you, being, so it's the same thing. You, you have to thing. be good at what you're doing. Yeah. If you're good at what you're doing, you'll never have to worry about making money. It's it's it, like, I really think there's no big difference between being a translator uh, versus being an electrician. Nope. You have to have your own clients. You set yep. your own rate. There's mm-hmm. no set rate. You can work for a company, but it's like being a dentist yeah, or a lawyer or company. anything. Yeah, you you have you got to build your clientele of people. And up. You can make pretty decent money. Yeah, you know, yeah. doing trade work like that. Yeah. And I mean, I have the uh, advantage <clears throat> of being Chinese and I speak both languages. That's it. That's yep. the only thing I do. It's just simple as that. Yeah, you know. And I didn't. I didn't go to. I mean, I'm majoring history. I didn't go to. But I that's got nothing degree. to do with translating. No, you right? learn. List, you can learn. Would you go back yourself. and do the history again if you could? I was would assigned. You, would you I was assigned it? to majoring history in China. Sometimes you don't have a choice. Oh, they tell you what to study. 
Yeah, when your score is not high. So this is how Chinese uh, college entrance system works. Okay. So you get a score like Chinese SAT, right? Yeah. We call it. This is in high school. Uh, yeah, like last year of high school. Yeah. And you take it once a year, and not like SAT and take multiple times a year. Once a year, and that score is going to determine. That's the only determination. Uh, uh, like element to uh, factor to determine if you're gonna get to a college or not, and then wow. you apply for different colleges. Of course, there are good ones like Chinese Harvard, yeah, and there are shitty ones like Community College, right. right? Sort of like that. It all comes down to that number. And but you have to estimate based on last past five years data this score. What kind of college can I get into? You don't know, and there's no application package. Just that score. Like you do, you, you do the math. To see, okay, last year this guy has this score. He got into this college, mm-hmm. and mine is twenty more than his. So maybe I can get in. Sure. So it's all guesswork, right? Once you get into the university, you pick a major. But a lot of people they want to do the popular major. Yeah. Like, for some reason, English and Chinese are pretty popular majors. Right. And nobody want to do uh, history or propaganda. Okay. There's a major Marxism propaganda. Yeah. So usually, uh, so I, I got into the university I applied to, but my score isn't high enough to right. go into the major that I wanted to do, sure. which is English, which is not that good of a choice looking back either. Right, right. So they assigned me to history. Mm-hmm. So I had to study history. Otherwise, I had no college to go to. Okay. So that's... Wow. Yeah. So I learned everything just by my... That's the thing about like English, like you don't even have to tag along anything, you know. You just, what kind of history do you learn? Like world history like, like or in undergrad, different you just, countries? Just everything, Chinese history and world history. World and history. You learn like 20 different, you know, classes and courses. Right. And then when you go to graduate school, which I didn't go to, thank God. But I it's a lot it's, of money, right, to go? No, in China, the tuition is really cheap. I paid four, five, $400 a year. For my college, everything without like, okay. there's well, that's, no aid. That's great. This is just full price, out of pocket. Yeah. Okay, but when you come out of like, as you're taking the history courses, yeah. Or do you think to yourself, what am I going to do with this later? No, I know I don't want to do it, but I de- I need a college degree, whatever the major is. So you you just people just want the degree just to feel like yeah. Otherwise, if you I need don't some chance in life kind of l- thing. Listen, I don't want to go to. I don't want to have a college degree in the first place because none of the work I got. Mm-hmm. Or money I make, it's coming from a degree. Right. So, but if I don't get a degree, my parents are going to kill me, you know? So it's of kind course. of a, it's kind of a cultural thing. Yeah, it is a cultural If you thing. don't have a degree, you're like some heroin addict in the bushes or something. I, right? I, I'm actually an odd case because I started to work at the second year of my college. Yeah. I flew f- to Beijing from my, uh, another city. My yeah. college is in the city called Harbin. And I, it's a 10, 10 hour train, you know, to Beijing. Right. And I started to work for like uh, Western media outlets like CNBC. Okay. They need a translator slash news producer. Yeah. So I just started to work there and they know I, I'm, I didn't have a college degree. They thought I was a college dropout yeah. and I didn't explain myself either. Yeah. But they don't care. They're yeah, like, can they you? They don't care. They just want something done. Can you get it done? I, yeah. I got things done. Yeah. That's always been the case for me. And no. I never work like any corporate job. I guess it's a different case. If you want yeah. to go get into like a big corporation, they will look at your qualifications, yeah. your education history. Yeah. But for me, it's just never a thing. Like, I think yeah. I waste time you're, in college. You're, yeah, maybe. But like you said, if, if it's, if it's kind of like that, the, the this, the, the culture, it's pretty hard, especially when you're that young. You're yeah. not going to say, fuck you. You're going to just go along with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, everyone does. There's not many people but, that but, will. But like the more I get into it, the more I feel like college for me 
is right. a waste of time. Yeah, maybe, but but I mean, it's done now, and it's you know. Yeah. At the time, you felt pressure to do it because because uh, I didn't get to the college I wanted to go into. Uh, yeah. In the beginning, when I was eighteen, I wanted to go to get into a graduate school. Uh huh. That's like a really good one. Yeah. But then, ever since I started to work, and I so see what how did you awesome so what did you want to do? What did you want to do when you were younger? I, I wanted to be a translator, and then. So but you my, did that anyway. Yeah, but I but my score is not high enough to get into a big, uh, a very <coughs> good foreign language. We have foreign language school that specializing like translation. Oh, it's I very see. prestigious. So I said, uh, okay, I can't get into this school now, but I want to get into the graduate school that you take another test four years later, right? Yeah. But then since I started to work for all the big you know media outlets right my colleagues are people who are 10 years older than me who are from the best college ah, in china so you, in a way I, you really you shortcut it yeah everybody. and i'm from a shitty college yeah. and i'm doing the same work and i'm not these guys probably worse. hated you yeah they hated me you know why you know why <laughs> well, you're young because and you didn't have to go to school my long. employer are americans french frenchmen you know yeah. britishmen they don't know the difference of a good school no. and bad school. Well, they exactly. only they exactly. only want to know if you can get it done. Yeah. So for me, there's like there's no hierarchy in their eyes, That's but funny. there is a hierarchy in real sure. reality. Yeah. So so as I'm like making, I'm making pretty good money in Chinese standard back then. I'm like. I don't want to go to graduate school. Well, that's funny. This, this so awesome. really, really, you had the last laugh. Really, right? You had the last laugh yeah. on them because you didn't have to go to if, as long yeah. or as difficult a school. And you ended up coming out ahead of them. Yeah, and, I'm out. And, and younger, too. Yeah, yeah. Right? I started to work when I was 20. Yeah, and that's then great. I'm 27 years old now. Yeah. And, you know... Uh, I'm doing comedy in English, so I guess that's yeah. that's that's, that's yeah. something. I mean, how many of those guys are doing that? You know what I mean? No, no, no the those people guys, you they're, went to that. They're having a good life, you know. Yeah, having a good life. But, but, but I like mean, I said, you don't have to go to college. But you know, sometimes a no. trade is a really really good. Yeah, option. I don't regret it. I don't regret it now. Like like looking back on it, knowing everything I know. You don't have to work overtime. You set your own hours, sort of. Well, the problem with corporations and big yeah. companies is, dude, they'll they as soon as they'll they'll, ha- they'll can you as second they can. Like mm-hmm. like because doing as as like as somebody who trades in stocks. Yeah. I mean, stocks are corporations, right? Yeah. And when you all that all that those corporations care about is is that that quarter. Yeah. How profitable they are that quarter because that's what dictates the stock price a lot of times. And they'll somebody could work for them for 30 years, but it, the the minute they have a chance to can somebody, that person's gone. You are nothing but a gear. Yeah, exactly. You think you all you 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 throw a heart and soul into this place. No, to they go. don't care. They're, they don't care. It's you're all gone as fast as you can. Baby, it's capitalism. Okay, yeah. it's capitalism, yeah. and they don't care. Capitalism doesn't care. It's not yeah. like they're. E- I don't think they're evil in a sense because evil meaning they're malicious. Uh, you know, on purpose. Well, they're just ambivalent. Yeah, there right. it's it's oblivious. Yeah. It's it's just how the system works. Yeah. It's not like they want to fuck you over. But but in the only, but up until a few years back, people kind of thought. Well, I mean, and this is true. You know, 20, 30 years ago, forty. Like if you worked for a company, that company would do everything to keep you employed. Yeah. And then you maybe in the eighties, I'm not sure the timeline. You know, it started just getting ruthless, and yeah. these corporations are like, "Good, see you around." And then that's completely how it is now. But. But you get a lot of younger people, they want to work for... I have a good, really good friend of mine, yeah. one of my best friends. He uh, he worked for Amazon. 
Yeah. So he had a really good com- uh, job. Software in- engineer? No. He had a really... It was marketing. Marketing. Okay. Okay. And uh, he had a really good Very job in Canada. position, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and and he had a really good job in Canada. And he said they, they offered him a job at Amazon. He Seattle? goes, oh, I want to take it. So he they moved down to Seattle, him yeah. and his wife and kids. And uh, he did two years there. Yeah. And he said, it's fucking terrible. Yeah. He goes, they're so... Uh, he says they're so competitive, and yeah. they drive their, their. And he said almost everyone he worked with was like young, like yeah, like coming the college kids. They came out of like Harvard and these blue chip schools, but they would work them to death. And then and then every every week they had to sit around at like a mm-hmm. a, a table, yeah, and critique all their coworkers. Oh, fuck. And if you didn't say something That's negative brutal. about the coworker, they'd can you. Really? Yep. What? what? What the fuck is they, that? They want everyone fighting against everybody else. They want everyone competing against everybody else. And he said, you know, he was older. He was probably 38, 39. He goes, yeah. this is fucking stupid. He goes, I'm out of here. And he quit and went back to Canada. But, <laughs> but everyone he worked with was like, you know, 27, 28. And they were still young enough. Wait until you're 40, 40, 45. Right. Like, but they were still young enough that they kind of bought into that corporate yeah. culture. It's and like, yeah, I'm just going to. They thought, oh, well, I'm going to be huge one day. But he was just old enough that he kind of saw the bigger picture. And he goes, these guys it's are going to get rid it. of everyone anytime they can. And he kind of got out before, before they got rid of him. But. And God forbid something happens when you get older, when you're 40-something. It's time to lay you off. Oh, yeah. You're going to be on the layoff list once yeah. you're, you know, they, you're they no longer young. They don't want to deal young. with workers' compensation. Their, their compensation rates go up when you get older and stuff, too. So you become more expensive to that company to be yeah. employed. They're so like, they'll get rid of you. I either hire this Yeah, they'll get rid of some 22-year-old or 25-year-old. Yeah, so... And then you get laid off. Then what happened? You have a wife. You have a kid. Yeah, you have a mortgage. If you haven't saved enough money, <laughs> you have cars. Up, if you haven't saved enough money, you're and you probably haven't if you got a family. So. I think anybody. I'm not. I keep advocating against corporations, but even if you have a corporate job, I think it's wise to have a side hustle or some plan B it's, or some. You, you just have to be good at something. You have to have something you're good at where you can go in and do it on your own. You can't be naive and think your corporate job no, will last no, forever. No, God, Don't. No. Ever put your life in no. the hands of that's others? Very true. It's very you know? true. And that's what I'm saying. Like with your tra- with your transit, like as long as you're good at it, you can always have your own business. You can always I have multiple clients. I have a lot of clients. Yeah. And you, you know? and you'll that'll never go away as long as your business. As long as you keep doing a good job with your business and. You know, getting, I don't know if you get Yelp reviews or word of no, mouth. No, I, I don't no. know how, how you our own like I don't know how your stuff. business works, but yeah. but as long as you keep going that way, you'll never you'll never be, have trouble. You yeah, know what I mean? Because it's you. You're the one making making it or breaking it. And it's kind of good because like, same for you, electrician, yeah. or same for me as a translator, or you're a plumber, or you are whatever, whatever it is, right? The older you are, the more experience you are, the more yeah. contacts you have. Yeah. So... So compare with people who work corporate jobs as they grow older, if they don't become like man, you know, management, yeah. they, they, they become disposable. Yeah. But for people like us, if we play our cards right, yeah. as we grow older, we actually are, you know, better mm-hmm. off right. because we have more resources to work with now. Yeah. 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 It's, it's exactly true. Like same for even for realtors, there are real, real estate agents who make millions oh, of dollars a year. There's some, the ones that, the ones that have the, the teams underneath them and the money to advertise. Yeah. And, and then know. the, their past clients, cause people keep buying houses, selling houses. You're yeah. not going to only buy one house yeah. and then they keep going back to them. 
Yeah, it's you a know? competitive industry. But you if know? you can be on top of it, then yeah. it's crazy good money. Yeah. But it's I expensive. Mean, when you first start, it's expensive, right? Because you have so much overhead. Oh, yeah. It's and not, it's so super competitive. So it's, it's very... I, I really... I mean, I don't think it's a very good occupation to get into no, because it's I it's think hard. it's going to die out. But I think if you want to get into it, my best advice is to... Uh, Co- uh, team up with like a very seasoned, you know, yeah. sales uh, uh, realtor, and then you're like part of their team, kind. Be- yeah, of, become right? his buyer's yeah. agent because nobody want to be a buyer's agent because oh, it okay. takes so much time and getting actually less yeah. listing agent. You know, it's actually who makes the most money. So team yeah. up with a listing agent and do his buyers. Yeah. That's that's my advice. But that's don't a- don't get into it. I don't think it's so. A you're good- <laughs> you're you go- you're out of it now. I'm out of an I I'm out of a, a two for for a while. For How many years. years did you do it for from start to finish? About two years. Okay. About two years. So you got a pretty good idea pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. And you're and like, get me the, the fuck out of here. The thing is, I was I was a journalist in China, and then when I got here, I made a mistake of thinking I'm just gonna apply for journalism jobs because I yeah. was a journalist. This is what I do. Yeah. And nobody want to hire me because second language. Because you know people write better than me. Right. right, who are American-born or Canadians, even I can't even compete with Canadians, yeah. right? <laughs> you know, you're English. What, were, what were you writing? Like when you're a journalist, like pieces for... I'm a news producer, internet? so yeah. I sometimes I write, but I usually, what I do is I, I book in, uh, interviews, you know, I plan the trips, I, I do the transcription, I translate everything. You know, I just, it's like a news producer more, okay. more than, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then usually I work with whoever, like I work with, uh, this, this reporter from the guardian, right. Okay. He will write, but, but we will just do the interview together. Yeah. You know, sometimes I would do the interview and then they do the transcription and he would put together as a, as an article. That's okay. how, I, that's how actually so how you kind of team up and do it in pieces. Yeah. But it works perfectly in China because I'm the Chinese local person. Mm-hmm. Then uh, this person writes, you know, it's from this country. Who writes for knows what tone, what kind of style do they right. need? But once I got here, all my advantages just gone, because yeah. I'm just I'm just another immigrant who speaks not <laughs> broken English but not perfect English. Well, right? yeah, it's yeah, a, native, it's a, perfect native sure. speaker level English. Yeah. So I couldn't find a job. That's why how. That's why. I need money fast. I'm like, what can I do? It, yeah, I mean, it would like be like I'd become maybe, a realtor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a that's a tough gig. It's really tough. It's really tough. And you know, the thing is, it, it looks like the the thing with reality is, it, it looks like a glamorous lifestyle from the outside. So a lot of people want to get into it. I don't think it's glamorous. I don't think no, people it's respect not, but, realtors. Well, <clears throat> people don't respect realtors and uh, strippers. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> nobody want to. Have you ever seen that TV show on nobody Netflix? Which TV show? It's about those like it's all these really hot realtor girls. Oh, um, something su- selling Sunset. Okay, Have I mean, ever... I mean, there are a lot of like house flipping shows and real. No, it's not a house flipping show. It's all about it's like real estate a, agents. It's it's about these five real estate agents. It's they're down on Sunset. And they're all yeah. like these really good looking girls. <laughs> And then there's Why these two guys that? who own the realtor, the, the this real estate company. Uh-huh. These two bald brothers, <laughs> and uh, two bald brothers. Yeah, these two like they're twins. <laughs> I don't know. They're probably a fam- pro- property brothers. Maybe they're not bald. No, there's, these guys are bald. They're, okay. It's unmistakable. So they're, they're not. Okay, I know I what bald people look brother. like, and they're both <laughs> okay. bald. And uh, I don't know, but it was this TV show on Netflix. Had like one season, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and they made it look glamorous. Like, of course, that's TV and it's full yes. of shit. But the problem is you'll get a bunch of young people seeing that show and thinking, oh, wow, look at this. And 
I don't think people respect realtors. They'll try to do it. They're like, you're nothing but a door opener. Well, because there's so many, you know, there's so many of them. Yeah, I think internet is going to replace. Yeah, yeah, I I think you're right. I'm, again, like what we said earlier, I'm surprised that there's still even, there's any life in that industry. Surprisingly, with automation and internet, a lot of, you know, occupations are going to go away, right? Mm. Electricians not one of them. No, I know. You still and plumber. I keep talking about plumber, but I'm not joking. No, it's you true. need somebody to go to you your need house a person and get the to shit done. actually do it. And th- yeah, like critical thinking and oh, okay, well look at that's where the leak is. Yeah, it's not down here. It's up there. Yeah. and then you need someone to fix it. So, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I support the presidential Ken- candidate uh, Andrew Yen, and he was talking about automation replacing, you know, millions well, of true. jobs. It's going to be wild. Like you, you think twenty, thirty more years. Because it, there's, I mean, every year there's less and less employment because yeah. there's more and more automation. Yeah. But you got to think people need something to do. People need a way to make money. Yes, yeah, true. So and also need something to do, just not to sit around. Some, yeah, that's you know? true. It is. It's going to get. They're, they're going to. One day they're going to need to do like a universal. Uh, what do you call that? Universal basic income. Yeah. That's what he advocates. You have to because there, there's no other way. That or everybody starts killing each other in the streets. <laughs> I'm serious. It, there, it's the, totally the truth, right? Because one, people need something to do like you just said. But two, people have to make money. They have to survive. I know. Right? That's why this podcast called Immigrant Survival Cast. No, survive it's... first, then chase your dream. Okay? Yeah. Don't buy into the first world bullshit. No, survive it's... first, then chase your dream. Yeah, yeah it's... Uh... It's getting... It's always brutal to see my fellow comedians who live near cars and stuff. Oh, yeah, I feel so I'm not looking down, but I just feel bad for them. And I feel like... Well, it's delusion too, though, right? Why like, can't they just get a job at McDonald's and do the same thing at the same time? Comedians are weirdos, though. <laughs> well, no, true. they are. Because, like, <laughs> most comedians think they're these tortured artists, like yeah. fucking geniuses. Like, no, you're not. You're writing yeah. jokes, man. Like... Like when comedians say, "Oh, I can't have a day job; it'll interfere with my car." Like, no, that's totally wrong. <laughs> it's the opposite. The more of a normal, fulfilling life you have, the more material comes your way. It's like when you're sitting there in a coffee shop all day trying to write, like, "Fuck, nothing can happen it's, to you." It's like interesting that. you brought that up because you were staring at my poster. You probably can't see it from the uh, the screen. Is like above the David Bowie one. <laughs> It's so Sonic Youth. Sonic Youth. STP. It's weird that you you recognize oh, STP yeah. is stunt. So you know all the grunge bands. Yeah, because I mean, when Do you I, know Mad Season? No, I don't. Okay, so Mad Season is you know Alice in Chains, right? Yeah. Alice in Chains, the members of Alice in Chains and uh Pearl Jam uh, and Screaming Trees, they got together and formed a band called uh Mad Season. They have one album. The, it's like a super group. For, yeah, the lead singer is Lane Stanley, the lead singer of Alice in... Actually, that's going to be my recommendation of today's last segment. It's called Something Awesome. Is We ask the guests to recommend something, yeah. either music or food or whatever to recommend. And yeah. my recommendation this week is this album called Above by the super group uh, Mad Season. Okay. And the lead singer is Lane Stanley from Alice in Chains. And... They their most famous song is called River of Deceit. It's a beautiful, beautiful song. It's not a rock song. And then the first line is my pain is self-chosen. So right. I think that exactly fits what you just said. Yeah, a it's lot true. of tortured artists, not just comedians, just tortured yeah. art, musicians who are I'm not gonna say all of them, but a lot of the times your pain is self-chosen. Oh, it is. Yeah. They, they they see themselves as that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when you're a kid, like you're you're a jock or yeah. you're, like you kind of have an image of what you think you are 
or what other people think you are. Mm-hmm. But that's what th- those people are like that, artistic people. Like, oh, this is what I am. It's no, it doesn't, you can be anything you want. You don't have to be that. Like, like it doesn't help your comedy to, to live in a car, man. It doesn't help your comedy to. Uh, it's nice to have running water. Yeah. And a roof above I mean, your you head. You can think you got food in your stomach. Like, you don't have to worry every 10 minutes. Like, there's nothing that. You, you need some struggle. That's true. But you need some, but fuck not many a car, factors. That's a little much. Like you know? you're wrestling homeless guys in the middle of the night. Like and, that's and, too and much. Ser- I'm not trying to be insensitive. Unless something really traumatic happened in your life or some unforeseeable reasons, if you are not disabled or or have mental disease, or you're a young person, young yeah. guy. There's in America. There's there's ways to not live in your car. Oh yeah. That's sure. not the only option. Yeah. You you can get any job and have a shitty place to stay, but at least some yeah. place to stay. And Comedy's yeah. a, an interesting one because I think there's a lot of people that come out yeah. and they don't know how hard it is and how competitive it is. I, th- I think a lot of... Uh, and they think that they're going to come out and be like a star. I think after this episode, a lot of uh, comedian friends who live in their car who I don't know is going <laughs> to unfriend me Not on social talk media. So like shit talking. You'll know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, okay. So we're about to go to an end, but like I said, last segment is something awesome. Do you have anything to recommend? Anything to recommend? Can be food, you know, anything. Movie, you know. This, okay, this is, I'm going to tie this into what we were talking about with yeah. the, the homeless comedians. <laughs> Comedians. <laughs> or the car vehicle comedian comedians in living cars events. there and this is not i go to el pollo loco every day and i always eat they have a tortilla soup there is it good super good oh and it's like five bucks el pollo maybe it's loco. six dollars and I you like can chicken yeah. yeah it's really good mm-hmm. and really good soup maybe six dollars and you could eat one of those a day mm-hmm. and you'd be in the best shape you'll ever be in. <laughs> and you could do it for for uh, almost no money. How so much is it again? Six dollars. Six dollars. They give you this big tub of tortilla soup. Okay. Super good. Yeah. Super filling, healthy. Yeah. yeah. So for any of these homeless or artists, artistic people that want to live in their vans, they can go to El Pollo Local and for six bucks a day they'll be healthy and they'll eat really good soup. And that's my recommendation. And save, mo- save money. And save money, all of it. It's very useful. Yeah. It's very, very useful. I just thought of that because we were talking about the, the starving artists. <laughs> I think I need to bring you back. I think we, there are a lot of things we haven't talked about. There's a thank lot. You, thank you we so much for being here today, Corey. Absolutely. And sorry this about been... the... Today's the lightest bit dramatic. No, we're... this has been fun. This yeah, has been an experience. Right. I really have to go pee. That's today's show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. All right. Oh, my goodness.